0: Hello everyone, uh, this is the Travel Local Podcast and I'm your host, d Le Salon. In this new segment, a monthly travel banter with me and Felix, uh, we are going to cover various topics and various issues uh, and trends uh, happening on a daily basis in the tourism and uh, hospitality industry. Um, we are looking to enlighten and highlight uh, various issues. Uh, that are uh, of importance to uh, uh, travelers uh, because we are projecting that the demand for travel will uh, rise in the next couple of months and we welcome you all uh, to share your views and to share your topics of interest that you'll want us to cover uh, in the next couple of months because we are looking to do this on a monthly basis uh, throughout the calendar year. Karibu sana, Felix to the show.
1: Thank you, it's always good to be back.
0: Ah, uh, fantastic! Uh, it's good to have you back also after a long time. Mm. Yeah. Um. And today we are going to cover hotel bookings and uh, flight bookings. Um. We all know that uh, flights were grounded last year March. Uh people were told to stay at home, not to travel. Uh, hotels also the numbers reduced. People cancelled, and. Uh, uh, since the vaccine has started being rolled out uh, we are we are projecting that the demand for travel uh, will uh, will rise and that uh, demand will, will begin uh, to, to 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 recover and uh, i think for me people will be hesitant to to take up airline travel because of the of the uh, social distancing we know there is no social distancing in the in the airplane as much as people are being told to wear masks, I think some people will be skeptical. You know, to 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 take up uh, you know uh, international travel and come, let's say, to Africa to uh, destinations like Kenya. Uh, I think uh, people will look to 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 drive more, to drive more uh, locally, to just see. Uh, the, the, the the natural uh, surroundings, just the attractions near their places, near their homes um, and also I think um, uh, people will also, travelers will also uh, be a bit hesitant also to not to take the vaccine <laughs> I don't know about that but I think um, not everyone will be um, accepting or rather receptive to, the, to, to, to to taking up the job, you know? And what are your thoughts, Felix, around this?
1: I think the issue on the job, maybe it's going to be a personal one, not unless the government insists on it, but I think it should be a personal choice. But in relation to travel, you're going to be required, I think, to have a, a certificate of vaccination. And also I've seen some airlines requesting for, you have a negative certificate, you be negative upon arrival, even if you have the, if you have the job certificate with you, you're still going to have to be negative when you arrive in their country. I've seen several countries doing that. And some airlines, I'm not going to mention names, but they've started having the, a quick, a quick COVID test at the airport. I think the, the technology in that has generally improved however you can have and the results can come very quickly before you fly. Some major international airlines are doing that at JKA. And also in relation to airlines, I think domestic, domestically the airlines are relatively doing good, especially the flights going to to the coast. coast has always been an attractive place for domestic tourists in Kenya. Especially during the December holidays, the flights were quite good. Some airlines even raised their fares in relation to that. And the hotels were doing 25%. There's a study that has been done with the Central Bank of Kenya, which was released earlier this week. And they were saying it's still quite low, but they are hopeful it's going to pick up starting from June. But uh, as of now, it's still at 25% occupancy. Yeah. yeah, which is somehow good or generally bad because right now I think we are heading to the quote unquote on the low season. Because generally in Kenya we normally travel during the holiday breaks, April, August, and December. Mm-hmm. So this year I you know it's going to be tricky, especially with the schools, with the school calendar, and also the issue of vaccine. Yeah. But generally, Kenyans have been traveling quite quite a lot Uh, most of them have been driving i think driving is safer because you're driving with the people you know and also i think the reason for why hotels bookings has been quite low a lot of people have embraced airbnb i think airbnb the people in the travel industry should embrace it and watch it because even though, the, even though the data is showing the, the occupancy rate within the hotels have been quite low, a lot of people have gone to Airbnb because Airbnb you are traveling with the people you know. You're just booking uh, an apartment or uh, the whole house with the people you know, maybe your family or your friends, especially for family. It's even safer. And Then you cook your own meals and just interact with the people you normally interact with. On the
0: day-to-day basis, yeah, yeah, very good. I like how you've mentioned about Airbnb and all these uh, online travel uh, booking platforms. I think hotels should rather embrace that because we are heading. It's it's technology is is you know wiping out everything. You know, it's people people who have not embraced technology. I think they should be on board on this one, huh? and yeah. hotels should inc- increase their v- visibility. And the discoverability when uh, you know listing their properties on these on these sites right
1: yes and also i think right now there's a new there's a new player let let me say a player in the in the Kenyan domain <laughs> the digital tax. okay i think it's it's going to hmm. it's something we need to watch because i know most of the tourism organizations they don't they are, they have tax exemptions but i don't know whether the digital service tax is going to apply i think it's going to be a game changer either the prices are going to increase a little bit because of the tax but it's something the players in the industry need to watch and learn also ah fantastic yeah. I fantastic think you have to learn it just in case all right and okay.
0: we, we know that most guests have rescheduled international guests per se mm. and they have cancelled some have cancelled their bookings But I think the demand for travel is still there, you know, even as they are on lockdown, they are in their houses, they want to to just come out, you know, and I think in the second quarter, as you you just said, around June, when uh, we are on high season here in Kenya, I think we'll start to hopefully see numbers, see numbers, you know, uh, people... um, Come out and ah uh, bookings bookings booking booking the booking space will also be affected because we we are we are used to seeing walkings people who just come and uh, you know fill up the registration forms, uh, you know um, ask for the prices. Uh, but I think um, various properties uh, ought to you know uh, list you know uh, create websites rather where people can just find the information about covid nineteen find information about safety protocols, uh, you know, the prices. I think designing a website and putting everything, every information there for the guests to, to see and understand, I think that will be a very good thing going forward uh, for, 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 for even the, the, the small properties, you know, the, the the even the apartments, you know, the, the lodges in, in, in the wild uh, areas there. And, uh, yeah. What, what do you what, what are your thoughts around around uh, you know uh,
1: uh, bookings i think bookings will generally increase as more people are getting the vaccinations countries are especially in Africa countries are slowly reduced uh, decreasing not decreasing countries are generally putting some they are easing the restrictions they had I think as people more people are getting vaccinated and also i've seen at the coasts a lot of charter airlines have started coming back i think in december there were two from poland from oh, yeah 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 and also i you know lufthansa airlines they're going to be starting in june to fly directly from frankfurt germany to to Mombasa, and then heading to zanzibar i think that's going to be good oh. yeah that will generally improve as I've said, the coastal the coastal part of Kenya it's generally attractive to both domestic and international tourists the people who want to sunbathe and for the for the lodges in the wild well, in Masai in Samburu in Lake Kipia you know the bookings will increase as we head to the high season for the wildebeest migration yeah even last year we saw even though we were there was some the country was in lockdown, and people. I think it was when the inter intercounty county movement was banned. Eh? It was lifted. Oh, the yeah. ban was lifted. Okay. We saw a lot of people domestically going to the Mara to see the yeah. wildebeest migration. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But there were a lot of people. Uh, <laughs> they were even coming out of the vehicles, you know, and it was bad. It was a very tricky situation for the even for the rangers, for the KWS rangers, to control the numbers, you know and uh, i think going forward for me i think we should not have this uh, seasonality you know high season low season green season i think we should encourage people uh you know travel travel agents should encourage people uh to travel year round because um to decrease over tourism to decrease um issues to do with people crowding you know and uh, destroying you know uh, paths you know and uh also in it's, it's really bad it's really bad when you see a lot of vehicles, even for the animals, it's not usual for them to to just graze to just move around easily because they are past that they have created in the wild and um, I think having that uh, um, that law or rather that uh, mentality to travel year round it will be good for even local travelers and international travelers to just come you know even in January when people are not around to just go out there and uh, you know enjoy enjoy the the wild you know it's not a must you come uh, during the wild abuse migration you can also come in december come in january come in february and you will enjoy and you will see the same same animals uh, to just reduce this overcrowding and overtourism because it destroys nature it destroys the habitat that the that the that these uh, that this wildlife inhabit and we saw this even in the news last year when uh, people were just coming out of the vehicles, almost entering the Mara River to just catch a glimpse <laughs> of the yeah, of the migration with their cameras. It was really bad.
1: For me, in my opinion, I think Mara and Serengeti. Yeah. I think it's a special case. I think the high season in those places it's generally because of the wilderness migration because they migrate at those specific time. Think that's a special case. I think the solution to that maybe it can be to make the place premium, yeah. similar to the gorilla trekking in Rwanda. Exactly. Make it premium so that it can a lot of people or even try and change the the hours maybe. Only allow people to be there three hours so that they can give other people also to come. Yeah, and, and I the- don't see the wilderness migration this year so you'll have to do an early booking for the following year so that you can see it. Yeah. I think for Mara and Serengeti, it's, it's like a special case if I'm not wrong.
0: <laughs> it's a special case indeed. And I think opening up other destinations across Kenya will be also a good thing uh, yes, for, will... for the government also to think about. you know, mm. um, Increase the product and service offering. You know? yep. we, we are just used to selling Mombasa and the Big Five and i think just going out of our own way to to market other distinctions. i think i think for me the wild north will be a good place to start with yes yeah because that place is untapped it is really wild but because of the security situation people people are people are always yeah. you know a bit skeptical to, to to move up there but i think it's a really good it's a, it's, a, it's a good bet if you are looking to to spread out you know that um, demand you know in, instead of just booking people to the Mara, booking people to Mombasa, Diani, all those places, and Lamu. Mm -hmm. I think spreading out even to Western Kenya, the circuits there, spreading them out to Samburu, to like Kipia, you know. I think it will be a good thing going forward.
1: I think also for the players in those other places. Yeah. I think the reason why most people, especially the domestic tourists, don't go to those places. Mm -hmm. I think it's expensive compared to the cost. And the Mara, if I'm not wrong, because those are premium places, as you have said. Maybe the security reasons, so they're going to maybe increase a little bit so that they can get extra rangers to protect the people. And also, generally, Nanyuki area and Samburu. I think for me, I can say it's for those who really love love nature and wildlife tourism because it's generally a quiet place whereby you have to just chill so that you can spot some animals. You can drive a long way without even spotting some animals but just enjoy the serenity of the place. It's quite I can say the premium destination in Kenya. Yeah. Samburu. (laughs) Samburu in Lake in yeah, for sure. It's premium, even if you see the lodges which are there, quite mm.
0: premium. I agree with you because it co- conservation is really big there. It's big, and uh, yeah, as you said, it's premium. The prices are big, and man, I can't wait for for for. <laughs> I was talking to another mm. gentleman the other day, and he was like, "Don't don't talk about the north. Don't talk. About, we don't want people to come here and mm. spoil. You know, uh, And uh, uh, we we don't want many people. We don't want many people up the north. You know." But it, it's a good area, it's a good yeah, place. Yeah. and uh, I
1: think also I, another reason maybe for like, yeah, yeah, I think I found out last week, or this January, hmm. I think it's the only county or the only area in Kenya which doesn't have a national park. Wow. Yeah, it's only conservancies, private conservancies and community conservancies. Yeah, conservancy is really big up there. Yes, it is. And these conservancies normally have like their own rates they're the ones who are going to determine the rates there because it's going back to conservation so because they don't receive a lot of funding or any funding from the government compared to the can we
0: say they parts. have their own market also
1: yes they do they have their own market
0: but i would love to see i don't know <laughs> to to for them to, to to market even locally but we've seen people go we've there seen. we've seen people go. There's a past, you know, for the Wild North. Eh? But
1: this, it has to go down to business. They're in business and they have a specific target market they want. Mm. So, every every business has its own target market. So, yeah. at, oh, the right. end of the, at the end of the day, it's still a business and it has to make money and it has to pay the employees. Yeah, It has to maintain the facilities. So... And though you're going to get angry for with them for being premium, mm-hmm. They have a specific target market.
0: Yeah, but well, I think people can always stop. Yeah. Yeah. If people- you
1: fit into that market well and good, mm. You can still go. Yeah. And in the conservancies also they generally you don't you don't you don't have to stay or spend the night within the conservancy. You can go have your game drive and go back to maybe
0: the town, Nanyuki to town,
1: Lanuki tunnel, they, uh, a lot of Airbnbs, Airbnbs in there. Yeah. If you see inside the Conservancy, it's expensive. Just do a game drink from, from early morning to evening and then come back out.
0: Or if you in Marsabit National Park. <laughs> uh, or, sure. or you can stay with the
1: locals. Yeah. Go and stay inside the maniata. Come. <laughs> Camping generally, I think it's starting to pick up, yeah. And within the conservancies, they have the public and the private campsites within Mm -hmm. the conservancies, yeah, which is generally cheaper. If you have your own gear, you just have to pay the conservancy fee, and also pay for the ranger because of the security, and Mm. then you can go and camp. A lot of people have been doing that, yeah. But for that, you have to have a a good vehicle to access the conservancies. Exactly, that's another thing. A lot of the roads doesn't allow Mm. the Vehicles with low clearance. So you have to have a good vehicle to go. Mm. I think also that's another reason why a lot of people don't travel. Maybe because of the cars we own. Mm. They only allow us to go to the coast. And also the flights going to up north. Also I think they are expensive compared to those going to the coast. Mm. Because Mm. of the infrastructure. there, Mm. And also they have the private airstrips. Wow. Mm. Well, I would, I would really love
0: to see going forward people going up to the north to explore because there's so much so much so much it requires a lot of time I was telling another person yesterday it requires a lot of time money and a, a good vehicle as you say mm. a Land Rover or a, or, a, or a Land Cruiser per se but I think people can always talk as much as their prices are really high mm. I think uh, you know just uh, say just you know coming up to an agreement and uh, that is why we are saying bookings people should look to book earlier. You know, like uh, when I was doing my internships, I, I used to interact with those people, with the international guests, and they used to tell me that this, they, they planned for this trip five years, you know, five years before. And I think going forward, I think we should embrace that also and to just, uh, you know, take time, assess the areas, talk to the people. These are the prices they're offering. Can we, this is my budget. Can we, can we come to a, 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 an agreement, uh, you know? and uh, i think that will be good planning your trip before not planning last minute and that's when you're looking for 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 for, for these guys for tour guides you know for a car for you, you you're looking to hire a car you're looking for accommodation in this area i think that last minute rush when it comes to travel even with our own experiences we've we've had very 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 various challenges uh i would say uh, so that is why I will advise people to, to book uh, uh, before to do your research, talk to the people on the ground more, you know, and uh, yeah, go online because, and that is why we are urging also uh, our properties to be listed online, you know, to, to just increase their discoverability as I said earlier and just put information in there, put information in the website, you know, and I think going forward that would be a good thing instead of Uh, doing that last-minute trash booking and uh, ending up in problems, you know, on the road and uh, you're finding tour guides who are charging you. Very expensive because you didn't do your research. And later, after your trip, you realize, I would have paid maybe $200 instead of paying that $350 for this trip, you know.
1: Yeah. It's all about planning and also, I think we need to start the culture of saving to travel. The disposable income you have, you can start saving it. Maybe you say, in 2022, I'm going to do five trips. So you start saving towards those trips. Because a lot of people, I think, a lot of international tourists, they normally save, I think, maybe for their lifetime, and then they come to... They want to do a circuit in Africa. And they do it for two weeks, and it's quite expensive. Mm, yeah. But they have saved for it. Exactly. I think they know maybe... I think I've seen... People now have started booking twenty twenty two trips. Mm-hmm. Uh, just ending January twenty twenty one, and some people have started inquiring about twenty twenty two trips. Yeah, I think that's so a culture. About, that's uh, a culture we should
0: borrow, right? Yeah, it's a good one. Yes, it is. Yeah, because they take their time. You know, they talk to 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 guys on the ground. They compare prices. Mm-hmm. You know, with hotels and various properties. You know, uh, flight prices also vary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it when you book early or when you book... How does it work? Uh,
1: I'm not sure, about. When you book early, it's going to be cheaper. Mm-hmm. Any last-minute any last minute booking, it's going to be expensive.
0: And that is why we are, we are, we are, we are really insisting on online, online, because um, hotel bookings by travelers under 30 have made mostly online, you know, and online bookings have soared over the past 10 months pushing offline travel agents out of the booking sphere. And... Uh, that is where we are really, you know, pushing for the online uh, platforms to, you know, for the properties to be listed online. Because even Kenyans, we've seen a lot of camps, a lot of, um, uh, you know, uh, properties mm-hmm. come up over the past 10 months. Mm-hmm. You just see a property on Twitter, someone was there, they discover this place. But when you look up the place online, it's not there. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> it forces you to, to ask that person where is this property? How did you get there? You know, because it's not listed, you know, and I think going forward, people will just on the, on the comfort of their, of their, of their in at home, they will just be going on Instagram, maybe on booking.com, on Airbnb to just check, uh, you know, flight prices to just check, uh, you know, uh, where, where, where can I go? Where can I, you know, look to, 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 to stay? And I think. Online, online booking, online booking will be a big thing going forward. And I think for those properties, or rather for those people who have not listed their businesses, their properties, their, 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 anything to do with travel online, Mm -hmm. I think they should embrace online.
1: I think online is going to, in the next five years, online is going to be really big in Africa. cannot compare to Europe and Asia and America. I think they are quite much ahead compared to us. But it's something it's really going to be big and it's going to cut across all the sectors, travel also. And also I know the Ministry of Tourism through the CS, Mr. Balala. Yeah. Has been encouraging a lot of the guys to to try and take their business online. That's why I think they partnered with Facebook and Google to train people on how to take their businesses online. Because a lot of the millennials are doing in generation I think it's Generation Z, if I'm not wrong. they are, most of their things they're doing it online, but also the traditional travel agencies they're still going to be there because a lot of the older guys still want to, to come to the office to be taken through the whole itinerary printed for them.
0: There are still there still guys who are doing it old school, right?
1: Yes, there are <laughs> still guys who are doing it old school, and some people don't are not on social media also, so yeah. they want to come physically to the office, interact with somebody because I think there's a feeling of security there because if something goes wrong you'll know where to go go back and complain. Yeah. And if you do maybe something online and the company it's not within Kenya, you'll have to wait because it has to go back to their country of origin, their headquarters, mm. so that the problem can be solved as you know airbnb is based in the hq is based in in u.s mm. and i think they have a regional office in south africa okay. so you have to wait and also booking their headquarters in I think europe not wrong, or america uh, yeah.
0: i think it's about creating a balance as much as we are saying more information to be on the website mm. you know um a lot of information regarding covid-19 regarding your property the, uh, the precautions you've taken for the guests you know the prices are listed on the website i think it's also good to create that balance where you meet these guests face to face you have that interaction because it increases trust and uh, this way i think yeah it, it it does it does wonders because people are, are, can see what you're doing online or rather what you've put online is what is it's the actual thing right mm. i think creating that balance is is good as you as you as you've put it yeah. yeah. the
1: Also, last year i think not last year 2019 i think there was some some people who were arrested they were doing some con on bookings to the Mara. they don't have a vehicle they don't have an office they mm. don't have anything
0: but how do you know these book these websites are fake because um i remember even a friend asked me the other day to check for him whether this uh the uh he wanted to book a flight to uh, uh um I think it which country was this? I I can't remember what it was abroad. Mm. And he was like, Can you check for me if this website is legit or it's not? And <laughs> checking their website they have these reviews, checking their social media they have these numbers, you know, people have fo- a lot of followers, you know, how can you know? How can it's really hard to tell, you know, as much as you are saying people to go online. Mm. There are a lot of scammers out there, man.
1: Yeah. Just have to be careful. Do your research. Yeah. Generally, do your research. Anything you see on online, those reviews can be bought. The pictures can be bought.
0: Exactly. People people are, are buying followers nowadays.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but you just have to go to the authentic companies, They can say. The people who have done their farm trips know the ins and outs. I think, yeah. You just have to do your research and trust your gut and hoping everything is going to be well. Mm. I think right now I, even the likes of Airbnb, there are still scammers in, in there. Mm. I think in January there was something, one of the influencers she was conned at an Airbnb in there I think in Karen.
0: In just here in Karen? Here in Karen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what? I think the apartment which was listed was it was never existing. Just do your research. Mm. And also, don't pay before you confirm something. Because once the payment is made, it's difficult for you to get your refund back. Mm. I would, Just I would, don't pay. Mm. Just wait. I think Booking.com have really done a great thing in relation to that. Mm. But you don't pay until you arrive. Exactly. Yeah? Just don't yeah. pay until you arrive. Up front, yeah. Mm. But then when
0: you hear you have to make a deposit or mm. pay upfront, you have to think twice. Yeah, you have to be Especially in Kenya, I can say. <laughs> uh, just be careful. Yeah, it's really hard, man. It's you really hard.
1: Mm. Yeah. You have to be careful.
0: Mm. I think making a pre visit will
1: be advisable. It's going to also be expensive. It's going to
0: also be expensive because you're looking maybe at a property in like Kipia, man. You like this place. Or rather, even an Airbnb, even in Mombasa. Yeah. So making that pre visit will, will will cost you money, but I think having Just, I think hmm?
1: don't pay until you reach the your destination and see the product itself. And see the product
0: itself. Even car hire, don't hire that car. Don't don't don't, hire don't send the money. Yeah, don't send the money maybe. until you see the car until you test it, man.
1: I think maybe it's <laughs> up now to Airbnb. I think they should have that feature within their app. Yeah, but you don't pay until you you see the actual thing. And do something similar to booking.com, or, yeah. yeah, because a lot
0: of people have stories where they've been conned, you know, mm.
1: they've been told, or oh, also been conned the two of us, yeah,
0: like, these <laughs> yeah. hey, guys in Nairobi, man. You just check their website, you see that they have these vehicles, so they start asking for money and. Mm.
1: Just don't pay.
0: Don't pay. Do your research. Go get on the ground. Just don't be comfortable on your couch. You know, yeah. uh, sending people money, putting your your card, you know, details. Mm. I think patience is is patience. a good virtue that mm. you can practice also because you you can tell when you want to travel that rush. You just want to go. You just want to mm. do things quickly. You just want to book now, pay now, and just wait for that call. Mm. Hey, your booking has been confirmed. No. Take your time, to be patient, to do your research. Plan, plan even early. two years, even mm-hmm. three years. Yeah, I think I, 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 will, I will also start doing that because I, I think I'm more of a last-minute guy also. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So, that is it, guys. That is it. We've covered. Is there anything else that you would want to add, Felix? Mm-hmm. In regards to... What you just talked about
1: I think it's the issue on trust
0: mm.
1: i think trust has has to be earned but a lot of the players in the industry need to you need to trust each other mm. and also try and partner with each other yeah it's not that i'm stealing your business or doing something similar to that mm. just talk to somebody maybe one of your one of your colleagues but maybe a friend has traveled to that destination. Can give a proper review rather than reading the ones online. Mm-hmm. Maybe I've been traveled to a specific place and I know it Maybe be inside out. Yeah. Just try and talk to somebody. Yeah.
0: Make a call. Make a call. Ask questions. Mm-hmm. Get answers.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Write your notes. Mm-hmm. Go to the next person. Ask questions like that, like that. Right? Yeah, yeah true. How. Oh. Um, I think maybe to just add on that, uh, it it boils down to to doing research and to planning prior, to planning uh, before, and mm-hmm. I think we've, we've we've covered extensively on that. Um, and going forward, as we as the vaccine, you know, starts, uh, you know, coming out and people start taking jobs and the demand for travel rises again. I hope we will not have uh, such cases of bookings. Uh, as we've said, book early, plan your trip, save up, save up, save up. And, uh, yeah, I, I guarantee we'll, we'll all have positive travel experiences. Yeah?
1: Yeah, true.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so that is it, guys. Uh, <laughs> that was the first segment. Uh, we've covered uh, a lot on... Uh, bookings on uh, on uh, on properties on, on on trust on planning uh, your visit and uh, talk to us talk to us leave a review uh, tell us what you want uh, what you want to to hear what topics of interest you would want us to cover um what questions you normally have uh, before you book uh, you know uh, checking properties and yeah and what are you looking forward to 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 what 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 are your perceptions for, for, for travel like, you know, going forward uh, post-COVID? Talk to us and uh, tell us. Um, thank you, guys. That was uh, the first episode. Really appreciate. Uh, see you next time.
1: Okay, bye. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone. Bye.